Hello and welcome to another comedy episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burroughs. And we have just come from the cinema and we have seen Joker. Yeah, just Joker. That's it. There's no the yeah, or anything like that. It's just, just Joker. Jo- jo- well, it's not just Joker. No, but it, I was, you know, yeah, yeah, but I was just saying in case they was wondering. Oh, right. He's adding it in the background. That is right. just Joker. That is just Joker. Yeah. Right, got it. Okay. Yeah. I was a bit confused if you thought the movie was called Just Joker and then, no. yeah, did the whole jazz hands and everything. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's how, when I've been telling everyone about it, that's right. what I've been doing. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, give it a little pizzazz. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll get it. Yeah, it makes a lot, a lot of sense. A lot of confused faces, to, yeah. to be sure. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Honestly, I've seen the film and I've still got a pretty confused face. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, hey, so look, uh, just up top, no spoilers, right? Yeah. We're going to do a spoiler section later. So if you're worried about anything, you know, don't worry about that. We won't spoil nothing for you in right. the review portion. Yep. That so, is right. Yeah, so this uh, was uh, written and directed by uh, old old Toddy Todd. That's Todd, right, Todd Phillips. Right, good old Todd Phillips. You know, from uh, from the Hangover films, uh, one, two, and and three, uh, which are basically all three the same film. Um, but all right, maybe not, but close enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so he wrote and directed this, and then he also uh, had another writing partner uh, by the name of Scott Silver. Uh, who wrote on Eight Mile? He wrote the Mod Squad. Uh, he wrote the Fighter with uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, uh, Christian Bale, the other guy who likes to be skinny. Apparently, there's a parade going on somewhere. There is. There is. They're going to see the Joker too. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you know Bradley Cooper was a producer on this? I had no idea until it showed up, <laughs> and I was like, Bradley Cooper, PGA since yeah. when? What? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess they're like best mates ever since doing the Hangover. I, I guess. I, guess. I, I mean, look, it put them on the map. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. It makes makes more sense than I than I guess it shouldn't have surprised me. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, you you want to talk writing first or direction? I, yeah, sh- sure. Great. <laughs> You're welcome. A wonderful starting um, point. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk directing. Directing. Let's, let's talk directing first. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I. I'm going to give it a look. I know that there is a lot of controversy going into this film. Uh, I know that a lot of people feel unsettled by its content. Um, but directory, directorial, directi, uh, it is shot beautifully. Okay. Uh, it is, it is a very, very well crafted film. And it's, it's clear that despite whatever you feel about the hangover films, uh, it's very clear that he's got a very good keen eye. We're creating worlds and and really, I don't know. There, there's some gorgeous, gorgeous shots in here. And and uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like for future projects, like this might be. So you know, when when I feel like the trailer for this was coming out, it was like from the director of The Hangover. Now I feel like this will probably be the film that he is judged on. Yes, for future films. Absolutely. So whenever yeah. he makes, you know, Joker two and <laughs> Electric in, Boogaloo in, and in, right. in Thailand. Um, <laughs> it's... and then and then but but if he does that we get joker three which is the actual crime drama of the joker yes. that we want to see so yeah, exactly just got to sit through joker in thailand and yeah. then then we'll but be i good. do i feel like future projects it'll be like from the director of joker they'll probably yeah. they'll probably spruce it up a bit it'll be like from the visionary director of <laughs> yeah, right. joker. from the auteur 
Yeah. And I mean, I do have to agree. I, I, I don't feel like you can judge him based on his past films from this. I, 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 I would never yeah. have guessed it was the same director. Every right. shot in this film, and sure, you can make the argument that there's cinematography as well, but the director does have to have an eye for it, yeah. you know, as well. But every shot in this is very purposeful. Yes. And, yes. It, and it really uh, sells the atmosphere of what's going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, right. f- you feel... Um, Arthur's motivations. You you kind of sort of live the movie through him based on the shots, the composition of yes. scenes. Right, and it, it he brings he brings Gotham to life in a way that I, I think for the first time I feel like Gotham is a real city. Um, I've always yeah. felt I've, so, and, and maybe that's not the right argument, but it felt very I, I don't I don't know the right word, but it just felt like this is a place that could possibly exist. Uh, whereas Gotham has always kind of had a, a gloss over it where it's, um, oh, here, this is a city that is kind of like this other city, but there's some some magic kind of going on. You know what I mean? It, yeah. And all of that is basically stripped away, and it, it, it feels very relevant in, in that sense. And and I think that is from the shots that he creates. It's not necessarily what's actually happening in those shots. It's the scenery and the, the just everything about it is... is uh, it's just a beautiful film, uh, despite yeah. anything else. I, I do feel, to me, Gotham felt, uh, aside from this being a period piece, because it takes place either in like late 70s or early 80s. It, it has um, to, because if it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it definitely <laughs> does. It's got, especially down to when the, the film opens, you get the old, the old Warner Brothers logo. Right. Um, everything is filmed to, to make you look that way. Uh, no one has cell phones in this film. There's a there's a, a marquee at a, at a theater that has Zorro the gay blade on it. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Came right. out in yeah. you know back, right. in, back in the day. Right. So it was definitely not a modern film. Um, but it, so yes, so we're seeing Gotham at a different time. But I felt that it was very similar to uh, the Nolan Gotham in in a sense of yeah, how a like. Bit. How you know how it's really just a rubbish city, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the wealth have all the power, and everyone else lives in destitute. You know, I I will say this though: the the one thing that I think this Gotham has over something like Christopher Nolan Gotham is this one, and and I think when I say that it felt real is I've always felt like in especially when you get into like the later Nolan films, right? Everything feels very empty. You know what I mean? It feels like he created this city and then never really populated it with enough real oh. people. You've got... Oh, you mean like the uh, the big chase sequences downtown at night? Yeah, yeah. The streets are completely empty. <laughs> well, there's no one. Devoid except, of any person. Yeah, right. So in this one, I, uh, there was all the streets are constantly filled with people. Yeah. And when he's going to show, you know, the poverty of the the streets of Gotham. It's not just one person that you see that's poor that's like, oh, please help me. It is an entire city that is crumbling from the inside out. Yeah. And visually, you see that and you feel that. You definitely feel that this is a city that is rotting. Uh, and it, it, I don't know. It, there's just something about seeing multiple extras and multiple examples of, you know, poverty and, and all the subways are run down. It just... And this, again, this is attributed to directing and just how beautifully he's able to create a very real world. I feel like people live in this world, yeah. and I never really felt that with some of the other, you know, Gotham cities. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, as far as writing, uh, so going into this, I was very hesitant, right? I, I was like, don't, I don't need a Joker movie. I still 
don't feel like I needed one. I do think this was done very well. Right. I will say that. Yes. Um, it's, it's a little too artistic in some places. That has nothing to do with writing. That's still on directing. But uh, much like some opinions that I had on uh, The Hateful Eight with Tarantino, mm-hmm. I do feel like there's some shots that just go on way too long. Oh, yeah, you could, you definitely need the shot, but it didn't need to be milked as long as it was. There's a bit of that, yeah. It, it, it does have a bit of that artsy kind of, uh, you know, it, it, it is very much a film. Yeah. Just, and, it, it's not necessarily a movie. And, uh, and, and, and I think we've, we've done enough of these to know that there, there is definitely yeah. a difference. And look, it might be a throwback, you know, because again, they're trying to evoke this like 70s film feel. Sure. And so sure. maybe that was intentional. Yeah. Um, I don't like it though. But it was, you know, <laughs> this is why he it might be purposeful. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, right. um, but yeah, so the story, the writing. Right. What do you think? I, you know, I, I think, I think the film was written very well. Um, I, I think they did. Uh, I, I've got. So here's my issue. <laughs> I think I've said this before. Uh, but if you're gonna make a statement about not using source material, then don't use the source material. Uh, and, I, and I'm not giving anything away. Everything you've already seen in, in the trailers, you know, because it, it was very clear in, in a lot of the interviews and things like that. He was like, we didn't use anything from anything you've ever seen. There's no, none of it. It's going to be totally new. And even in the trailer, you've already seen that Arthur is is a comedian. And, and yeah, the, the comic book brain in me goes... Wait a minute. Uh, pretty sure that's in the source material then, mate. Um, so there's a bit of that. It, 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 there's a bit of that kind of like, we didn't borrow anything. We just borrowed everything, uh, yeah. is, is how it feels. Um, I don't feel like it's, I feel like, look, the film is a slow burn. And, and I think it is. that if you, if you're going in for like, uh, oh, we're going to see a crime drama and see him rise to power as a, uh, the criminal boss of the underworld. Um, I'm, I'm going to set the expectation now. That's not what this film is about. Yeah, I mean, it's. I know a lot of people, including us, who thought when we saw the trailer was like, oh, it looks very Scorsese. Mm-hmm. And while I do still think that there is, you can see the inspiration there. Yes. If you go in expecting a Scorsese film, right, you're probably going to be disappointed because yes. that's not what it is yeah, at all. He, he doesn't go back and narrate how he became the boss of the underworld there's, there's none of that and it, and, and it doesn't switch narration perspectives yeah and while I, I do think that Scorsese in his filmmaking he does like to mix a lot of you know drama and talking and things like that yeah. and then and then you cut it up with you know hyper violence right and this sort of does something like that it but it but it, it is is very it feels like it's fewer and far in between yes I, I agree. So I agree, and it's uh, as far as the writing goes. I, I think the writing is strong. Uh, look, mm. uh, we can we can talk all day about the message that it sends because I, I know that is a big point of contention with a lot of people. But honestly, I would say see it for yourself. I, I don't know the. I don't even know why it's a point of contention. You know, you know, who you're seeing a movie about, right? <laughs> yeah. The Clown Prince of Crime. <laughs> right. <laughs> What were you expecting? I, I, I don't know. Were you expecting it's... Maleficent to where he's sort, uh, sort of an anti-hero at the yeah, end? Right. Oh, he was just wronged. He's actually, uh, he's one of the nice, insane yeah. clowns. <laughs> and honestly, I, for all the, uh, you know, and, and the film is written for you to kind of feel where he comes from and, and what his motivations are. But I don't know. 
I don't know that it's meant to conjure up sympathy. I don't think you... At least I, I didn't leave feeling I, like, oh, I sure feel no, sorry for that I, joker bloke. I do think early on you're supposed to. The right. things that happen to him, you're supposed to be like, okay, you know, kind of make you sympathetic and sort of understand where he's coming from mentally. Right. And I feel like they so they do capture that. Um, yeah, I think the writing is pretty competent. Yeah. Uh, it does it does this thing where it, it sprinkles in things that yes. make you hate the movie. <laughs> Yes. And then... <laughs> Which we won't talk about now, no, but, but... But yes. But then they correct it. Yes. Right. right. Is, that, is that fair yeah. to say? I, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And and uh, honestly, I think the writing's very strong. I, I have to keep reminding myself that, well, I don't necessarily think that this film is necessary. I have to rate it on its merits. And if I take out everything that I know and everything that I love about... Batman and the Rogue Gallery and and yeah. the Joker himself. If I just take all of that out and just view it as the standalone piece of filmmaking that it's supposed to be, well, then the directing and the writing are spot on, and they're done very very well. Although Benjamin, you are a critic, which means you can judge it any way you like. All right. Well, then this is not a superhero film at all. Uh, you know, this is... back when we rate it, we should rate it as a movie, and then we should rate it as a as a DC comic book movie. I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a very good idea. So, um, but hey, look, well, should we talk about casting? I think we should. I mean, it's really just the one person to talk about. <laughs> he really like, does throw the film on his shoulders, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, sure, there's other people in it, but barely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, good old Walking Phoenix. That's right. Old Lee Phoenix himself. That's right. <laughs> Doing the uh, doing the old Christian Bale, I'm gonna eat half an apple a day diet. Um, yeah, yeah, looking frail as ever. My God, uh, was. I was gonna say, look, you're the fan. You're you're the true Kalen Kalen Joker fan. He, so he won me over. All right, he did. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's very very good in. I would say all aspects. So. I know there was uh, there was reports that some people was like, oh, he goes over the top. Look, like, first off, it's the Joker. How do you go over the top? That's the stupidest critique you could ever make yeah. about the Joker. Um, <laughs> but no, I feel like he, you know, he takes you on this journey. You sort of you believe it right. the whole way through, and then when he finally does make his turn to becoming the Joker at the end, yeah, yeah, you're not really on his side, but you sort of, oh, sure, I had a I had a smile. When when he finally goes full Joker, yeah, you're never right. supposed to go full Joker. No, no, but, you're really not. Um, but he did, and he pulled it off. <laughs> um, so. so I would agree. I think uh, I think he does a really good job in creating a. Uh, and again, going back to uh, some of the other comparisons when, when we yeah, talk yeah. about the Joker in, in other films, this for the first time it feels like the Joker is a real person, and that is not to say that this is someone that you should be rooting for and that you should be idolizing and being like, oh my God, I hope one day I grow up to be the Joker. That's that's not the case. We're not, I, we're not supposed to do that. No, no we're not okay. supposed to do that. Right. Um, just might want to take down some of your posters, mate. Um, but no, so you, you don't walk away feeling that. It, to me, it felt like, oh, if you're going to have a man who is clearly insane and criminally insane, not just you know insane in a way that's like, you know, mum can take care of you, you know, this this is a person who is a, an absolute danger to society, and he always has been. And I think Joaquin brings this larger-than-life character down to earth in a way that makes you feel like, oh, this this is a a person that could possibly yeah. exist, and given the right conditions, and 
given the right societal, you know, uh, upheaval, uh, you could possibly give birth to, to a madman. You could. And you could. Although I would like to point out, he's got mental issues, but not insane. Nope. He very well, he very well knows right from wrong. He does. That, okay. All right. I'll give you that. Hard, uh, hard I, to, I will give you that. Hard yes. to make the insanity plea that is true. when you clearly <laughs> know is, what you're yes. doing is wrong. Mentally ill, yes. Insane, yes. no. Right. All right. That, it's a clear distinction. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, well, good on you, it's, Caleb. It's a distinction that should be, or should always be applied to yes. the joker, I feel. Yes. But, uh, but no, I think Joaquin, I think he nails it. Uh, yeah. I think he does a very good job in, in doing this. And yes, once he really starts becoming that, that iconic look, you... You've seen the journey of how we got there, and in in honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing him reprise the role, uh, if possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, just as the Joker, as the Joker, just already ready to go, yeah. Prince of Crime, and 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 I think he could do it very well. And and I agree with that. Um, I, this was one when I was, you know, before we saw it, I was like, oh, but now, now that I've seen it, I. If they wanted to use this as a launch pad for a new DC EU, I uh, maybe I would not mind it. I would not mind seeing him as the Joker versus you know bring it down the road a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I mean we got a sort of a youngish looking Batman coming up. If they wanted to connect those, they absolutely could. They could. They absolutely could. Those could exist in the same universe. Yeah. They absolutely could. To the point where. There was something that really irritated both of us that we'll talk more about in spoilers. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Un- uh, unnecessary. Un- un- very unnecessary. But, and, and honestly, it's going to lower my rating. I'm just, I'm just going to, not as low as I've said. Because uh, I said, if they do this, if they do, because they allude to it very early on. Yeah. And I, I said, I leaned over it and I was like, Kalen, if they do this, one out of five. I don't care how good the movie is. One out of five. I didn't think they were going to go though, <laughs> but they did. But they did. So, but they did. so yeah. it's going to get a knockdown. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I think he does a great job, and and I think he, you know, he's deserving of of washing that Jared Leto taste out of a mouth. And uh, it is a very unique Joker. Yes, it's his own Joker. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not. It's, it doesn't feel like it's inspired from anyone that came before it. Right. It's his own unique take, and it's a good one. Yeah. It is. It is. It's a really good one. And, uh, you know, bravo, Joaquin. He's, I've always enjoyed him as an actor. Yeah. I always have, as weird as he is. Uh, <laughs> I've, but I've always enjoyed him. And I think he, I think he take, he, he took to this role and, and really made it his own in a way that some of the more iconic jokers have done before him. And that's why we hold them in such high esteem. And I think he will be remembered as a, as a strong joker, uh, with this outing. So, all right. Um, well, uh, look, uh, there's not really much else to talk about because there's not a lot of action yeah, or anything like there's, that. Yeah, there's so. really not. And plot-wise, we don't want to give anything away. Yeah, we, so we just uh, got to rate this and get into spoilers, all right, I feel. All right. So, uh, again, so we'll rate it twice. Okay. We'll right, rate two, two ratings. Yeah, so just rate it as a movie. As a movie. All right. And then and then rate it as as a comic book movie. Okay. A DC comic book movie. And you can use the same rating thing if you want. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with, so as a film and, and I, I, I tend to rate films based on, on rewatchability, but I don't think that that's fair to this one. Cause I don't think that this is a film where you're like, I want to watch the Joker. I don't think it's going to have that kind but there was a lot to like about this film. And as someone who appreciates 
uh, artistic craft. Uh, I'm going to give it, as a, as a film, as a movie, I'm going to give it a 3.75 I've seen worse open mics. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. So as a film, that's when I'm going to rate it. Uh, now, I promised you that I'm going to lower the rating for a comic book film because, because of this thing. I don't think I'm going to go a full point. I'm not going to go a full point, uh, but it's going to be close. Uh, I'm going to give it, as as a superhero film, as a comic book film, uh, Just yeah, I've got some issues with it. I'm going to give it a... No, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going to give it a straight middle, two point, just above 2.75. I really have seen worse open mics. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I feel like I'm going to be maybe a bit higher on both. Okay. Um, so, uh, as a film, um, I got to... It's like a circus of children outside. <laughs> They're all here to see the Joker. <laughs> um, so, as a film, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Um, however, I do feel like, again, and this may be intentional, but there was with those long, drawn-out shots, I was actually a bit bored in places. Okay. Um you know, but then it would it would pull me back in. You right. know what I mean. So uh, I'm going to give it a, I think a four out of five. Okay, slightly higher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four out of five <coughs> cameo appearances by one of my favourite comedians. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, that is real. I was very oh, excited. Oh gear. <laughs> oh gear. <laughs> good on you, oh, Goldman. And I thought, I, I honestly thought when when the because tra- the the clip of him is in the trailer. Yeah. But it's real, like, it's like flash and gone. And I, right. I thought it was him. Yeah. But then the movie happens, and I was like, it is him. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he, he's, he does one of my favorite jokes, actually, that yeah. he does uh, in the film. Um, yeah, yeah. He's just playing a comedian, yeah, you know? Yeah, just playing himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing his own routine. <laughs> his not, own routine, yeah. No, that, it was perfect. It wasn't even like, do jokes for the movie. They was just like, hey, Gary, you be you. You, you be you. <laughs> But in front of everybody. Yeah. So, and so he did. Yeah, right. It was great. It was great. Um, and then, so, and as far as being a comic book movie, um, I, I thought that I was going to like this as a film but not like it as a comic book movie. But again, uh, having gone the way that they did, I do feel like this could launch into a whole new set of comic book DC movies yep. if they wanted to go this and way. And one that is better than what they've already got, uh, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> if this is the launch pad, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of questionable things that go down that we'll talk about in uh, in spoilers as well. So I'm going to give it a, I feel like a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. All you right. know, Gary, yeah. Gary Gorman cameos. <laughs> Very nice. So, and look, my, my rating only went down because of this one thing. I've, I made yeah. a promise to myself. Because otherwise, honestly, I probably would have rated it the same. It, it probably both would have been 3.75 as a movie and as a comic yeah. book movie. Well, but that I'm, one thing, I was like, nope. I nope. almost, I almost did, but they, again, so we're going to talk about it shortly, uh, you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so is it time? I think so. Let's let's get into it. Spoil the dance. 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 Yeah. All right. There it is. It's time for spoilers. Yes. So if you don't want Joker spoiled, then you should, you know, sod off. Bye. Yeah. Um. You think they're gone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think right. they're gone. So, I cannot believe that Thomas Wayne was Joker's father. <laughs> which was uh, which was a plot point. My God. Um, <laughs> that infuriated me until it was I revealed that it was not true. Almost gave up, honestly. <laughs> it, it's, they, and look, I, 
for their part, they do a great job in correcting it yeah. uh, and and watching it all unfold when when you know the Joker starts to realize that that the life that he's led is is not his actual life yeah. and and all the delusions that he has they all kind of start to fade away one by one uh and and you start to realize that yeah this is a very abused child who's you know lived with a with a mother who's been uh, horribly abusive to him without him knowing and yeah. he's had visions and he created this whole relationship so all of this starts to crumble but man when when they they bring out this letter and you're just like no, no, please, please don't make that be true. I swear to God, if the Joker and Batman turn out to be brothers, I'm going to lose it. I'm yeah. going to absolutely no, lose that, it. That would have been my breaking point. That would have been why this movie gets one out of five. Oh, yeah. No, no, P- no if and buts about it. One out of five, point, no matter what. It would have been point one <laughs> out of point one out of five. Um, you know, and then, of course, your, your sticking point. Yeah. So... Uh... Uh, look, so I, uh, he said to me, as soon as the film started, he was like, "If they, if they kill the Waynes in this film, I'm giving it a one out of honestly, five. Honestly, here's the thing: I didn't think that the Waynes were even going to be in the film. I did not I, think that. I knew that Thomas Wayne was because it's mentioned in the trailer. One right. of the trailers where he, right. where he punches and that. Oh scene. yeah, that's right. So, uh, I but knew I didn't that know much. they were going to be a focal point. Yeah. So, so then, so then they do this whole letter thing, right? Where they're like, oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's uh, Thomas Wayne as his father, and and right there, I was like, I swear to God, if he kills the Waynes because of his weird delusion that he's not being loved by his father, that that is it. I'm gonna lose it. I cannot see the Waynes die again. I am so tired of watching them die. And sure enough, even though they correct, I thought we were in the clear. Yeah. I thought we were in the clear when they were like, oh, no, it was all a delusion. Your mother was crazy, mate. Right at the end. And then right at the end, there's a big old riot and the Waynes holding Bruce's hand, dying in an alley with the beads and everything. Oh, my God. And I lost it. I started giggling so much. As soon as as the riot's going on and you see them emerge from the building, I leaned over to you and I was like, they're doing it. They're doing it. And they did. Just some random... Some uh, random chap wearing a clown mask uh, from from all the so what they did say is that they they did borrow a bit from the eighty nine Batman mm-hmm. in the sense that it wasn't Joker that actually killed Bruce's parents but he was responsible yes, because right. he created the the riots right. that caused right. the deaths. It's all him. Yeah. So it would make sense that Bruce grows up with a you yeah. know, hatred of it or it, whatever. And look again, I, it, if you tie if 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 that Bruce went on to become the Robert Pattinson Batman. Yeah. I could see these movies being connected. Yes. You know what I mean? And I could too. I I just can't. This... Stop. Stop killing the Waynes. Yeah, no. Please. Stop it. We really didn't need that. I've got both my parents and I feel like I've lost them already. Stop killing the Waynes. Oh, my God. Also, why was Bruce such a creeper? I don't know. When, it was a weird scene. When when Joker shows up at the house. Yeah. And he's doing his clown thing to kind of lure Bruce over to talk to him. I was like, okay, that's fine. But when he reached through the gate and grabbed his face and is like forcing a smile onto it. I was like, mate, why are you just letting him touch you like that? Yeah. What's, what's wrong with Bruce? 
Your parents are still alive. Maybe he just knew that, you know, as a, as a child, when stranger danger happens, you're just supposed to go with it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, this was the 70s. Who knows? Wasn't told know, it was what a free-for-all, I guess. This man's touching me inappropriately. Just go with it. All right. <laughs> Let it happen. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of things like that. Like, it, it definitely is a period piece, and you have to... You have to know that because if you don't, there's going to be things that are going to bother you. It, things like that, where it's, you know, because for me, I, I kept, I kept thinking that it was in the modern day and I know that it's not now. And while I was watching it, it there's things like that where he's able to just walk up to the front door of a billionaire and yeah. make his kids smile. And it's like, no, mate, you'd go through a fair few of security before you get yeah. there. Uh, and there's none. And then smoking in a hospital and, you know, bringing a gun onto live television. It, it's, it's all very like, you know, you can't do that, right? Like, no, yeah, none well, of that is real. I could definitely see it. If you was watching this with modern eyes, like, yeah. you you thought this was in the modern day, you would be like, who? Oh, she's waiting for a letter. Who writes a letter? <laughs> I mean, look, your mum's crazy, so that makes sense. Uh, I wasn't bothered by that, but yeah. but no, it, you you do start to realise that it is a period piece. So yes, the yeah. I said it. The seventies were free for all, mate. Anything went, and it, it, you can tell it's based yeah. off of New York, and uh, you know New York City was yeah. a wild place at that time. And while they don't, they don't advertise that is, you know, late seventies or early eighties, whatever right. it is, because there's no, you know, subtitles that do that. Yeah, um, it's very evident. You know, some people caught it sooner than us. I caught it as soon as the Warner Brothers logo came up. Right, uh, Benjamin caught it when I explained it after we saw the movie. So it's, it's true. That's true. This review was going to be very different. Uh, I was going to have more than just... It was garbage! <laughs> I was going to have more than one complaint, not going to lie. I was going to, going to have more than just the Waynes. Not this... one person was on Facebook the you know entire what I mean? time. What, what are you talking about? You can murder three people in the subway and no one would know. Get out of here. No updates, no tweets, Where's no nothing. Where's the CSI team? This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, it all it all makes way more sense when you realise that it's taking place in a different time. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, the the film does a good job of of establishing that that he is again crazy is the wrong term. He's got some sort of mental issue, handicap because of you know you find out much later that he was abused, right. um, and there, so there's this one sort of subplot that they wrapped up very nicely because at first I was like, what is the point of this? And that is the girlfriend. There, oh, there's a, yes. there's a lady in his building that he sees her in the elevator and they have like a brief, just a quick exchange. I mean, yeah. he, he is weird as ever. So I don't, right. I don't see how she would have ever been attracted. Yeah. Um, but then they sort of have this back and forth and then, uh, they, they show them out places. Uh, his mom has a stroke at one point and she's there with him in the hospital and yeah, you're like, okay, where is this going? Yeah, what's the? Because when when he starts to really go for it, you know, go go to the the Joker place, he's just like, is he gonna is he gonna kill her? <laughs> yeah, what? what how no, there's is, a bit of that. How is this going to end? And then there's this scene where he goes into her apartment and he's like feeling around on stuff. Yeah, and you're like, this is weird. Um, and then he sits down on her couch. And she comes out from the bedroom, and she's just completely startled by his presence. And right. she's like, "You need to leave." Yeah. And it was like, "Wait, haven't you slept together or something? Yeah. Like, what's right. what's going on?" And then she it start it starts to like 
become clear because she, yes. she's like you're aren't you that guy from right. down there right. and then <laughs> that's your name yeah and you're not supposed yeah. to be here yeah and then and then we start cutting the flashbacks of when they were together out places and then it's just all in his head right he created this whole delusion yeah uh, of her and them having a relationship. And I do feel like that was one of those things where you're supposed to be all gutted over it, you know. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, that was poor, poor chap. But, <laughs> hey, look, he's already murdered a number of people yeah, by right. this point. By so, that point, it was, what, three, four? Yeah, three. Yeah. At least three. At least three, yeah. Right. So, um, but, yeah, they did wrap that up nicely, though, because then it yeah. was like, okay, yeah, no, there was no relationship. Right. It was all, right. It was all in his head to try yeah. to help him cope. You know, same with the, with the stand-up. Yeah, that he does, and he feels like it's he hears everyone laughing, like it's going well. Yeah, that I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys know a little secret. Laugh is is a real thing. That is a real condition. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh oh yes. But comedians hear laughter when yep. there is none. Yep, absolutely. I've seen. Uh, they, look, watching him do stand up is painful. I, I'm not. It it is painful. However, it is not the most painful stand up I have ever seen. Um, and when you see the film. Uh, you're going to be surprised that that is not the worst. Yeah. It is not. I have seen worse. And, uh, yeah, Laugh is, is a very real thing. Um, also, apparently, the condition that he has in the film is also a real thing. Yeah. Uh, where people who have suffered, you know, brain trauma mm -hmm. and stuff like that, um, they break into fits of laughter whenever they're nervous or, or scared. Right. And so, and I feel like that was actually a nice, you know, thing to tack on because it, you know, when you have your other jokers, they just laugh because because <laughs> it's written into the character. they're supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just their thing. Um, whereas this one, he can't control it. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it gets him into some weird situations. Yes, yes it does. And I, <laughs> I think, and, and props to Joaquin, because he, he makes it, he does this laughter in a way that makes it feel, and, and this is, he's just a brilliant actor, but he's genuinely laughing but he's also emoting all these yeah. other emotions and it, it's painful for him. And you see him throughout the film when, when he can't control it and he's trying to, he's trying to like choke it down and he, and he's almost trying to choke himself physically from stopping, but he yeah. can't. Um, and, and he's brilliant at making it feel very real. Like this condition is a real yeah. thing. Um, and yeah. it's one of those things that you can see. You're like, okay, so once he goes full Joker, you're like, oh yeah, that right. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, Aside from the weird curveballs that it threw, like <laughs> Thomas Wayne is Joker's dad, and uh, which again turned out to be bollocks, and yeah, then, which, and then God. the killing of the Waynes. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, there was, the film didn't shock me in any way. Like I expected yeah. everything to sort of go the way that it did. I knew from the moment in the trailer where they show him behind the curtain going onto the talk show, I knew that he was going to shoot Bobby De Niro. Uh, yeah. You know, there yeah. was there was no question about that in my right. mind. And they try to trick you into thinking, like, well, he's going to shoot himself. But you're like, no, 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 no. No, no he's definitely going to make <laughs> yes. a statement yes, on is. this show. Right. That's, so, <laughs> yeah. It, it, the, and, and I think that was, uh, it, and again, I think this is more the director's fault than anyone else. And, and I don't mean in the film. I mean outside of the film. Because um, a lot of the interviews he's given, I feel like he's trying to defend things that don't need defending. And one of them is the the idea of not using any of the source material and making it a totally new joke that no one's ever experienced before. 
you didn't, mate. And and that's not to say you made a bad film because you didn't. You made a very good film. But to go out of your way and try to say we didn't use it and then use all of it, literally all of it. You 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 combined every Joker origin story we've ever seen into one film. And uh, bro, j- just admit you've yeah. used it, bro. You don't have to. Yeah, and there was a lot of. Uh, <laughs> even if you say you make the argument, that maybe the story didn't have all that stuff. There's definitely nods to a lot of the other Joker yeah. material. Like, yeah. uh, you know, one of the big things from the '89 Batman was Nicholson saying, "Put on a happy face." Mm-hmm. That's written on a mirror at one point. Yeah. There's the uh, when he when he's in that girl's apartment, and he turns and and he says, "I had a bad day." Yeah, and that's that's well going back to uh, the killing joke. Yeah, right there. One bad day. One bad day. Yeah. You know, so yeah, the fact that he's a failed stand-up comedian. Yep. Uh, the the that's fact been that one of the backstories. One of the other things too is that he doesn't really have a name. So even though yeah. his name has been Arthur Fleck, he discovers that he was adopted by his mother, who found him. Yeah, he was abandoned. He was an he was an abandoned child, and she found him, and then put him through all kinds of abuse. Yep. So. He's got no real origin. He just has no name. He just exists. Yep. Um, and, you know, so all of those things are all, those are all very common Joker th- stories and themes. Um, so to kind of put them all together and then be like, we didn't do it, is, you did. Yeah. You, you did. But again, it, it does tell a good story. It's just, yeah. again, I wasn't really surprised by anything. And I think right. maybe I was hoping to be. Yeah. But, you know, I wanted something it, just it slightly different. And, yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, he could have. It look at least he didn't wake up in Joker makeup, not remembering the previous forty-eight hours or whatever it was. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then we, yeah. we piece it all back together, and Ken Jong jumps out of a uh, a trunk somewhere. Look, props to you for not putting him in the film, even even in a Joker mask, mate. Uh, thank you. Although maybe that. he was, maybe, maybe he was, was, maybe he was a rioter. We honestly, just didn't know. Honestly, I wouldn't put it by Todd Phillips to have him be the guy that actually shot the Waynes. That's so much he loves that guy. I don't know. Uh, might be a bit tall for that, but uh, yeah, well, yeah. whatever. He, he'll find a way to retcon it, I'm sure. Um, I, I I will say this, and 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 I think this is where people lose it a bit. And I and I know I keep hammering this point, but I do want to address it. So there is a bit of a celebration for the Joker when you know he 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 kills someone on national television and he makes this whole statement about being abandoned and you know the society has left him to dust and and this is his excuse and, and not even excuse this is why he's doing what he's doing yeah um and you know he he gets arrested obviously uh cuz you can't shoot a superstar on live television and not get arrested even in the 70s um so he gets arrested and and there's riots in the streets and everybody is you know, the whole city is kind of burning from the inside out, which you've seen from the beginning. Uh, but they're all using this this clown and this clown idea as as the, the catalyst for, yeah. for driving it. And uh, through riots or whatever, he ends yeah. up escaping the uh, the police car and, and they kind of lay him out as like a martyr almost. And, you know, and then it, the whole town kind of goes around and, and cheers for him. So... I see the concern where you, you can look at that and think, oh, in real life, you should not honor this. And and yes, you're absolutely right. And I don't think the film is trying to justify anything that he's done. Oh. Uh, it This is a society that was crumbling around him that used the image as an excuse, and then they propped him up. He still pays the consequences for what he's done. There's no... Yeah, I don't understand. Again, this goes back to when you was like, people are complaining about the message of the film was 
It's a movie about the most deranged and criminally psychotic (laughs) of Batman's villains. Yeah. What did you expect? No one is saying, hey, everyone should go out and do this. Right. It's right. just, they're telling us. celebrate it. They're, right. Yeah. They're just telling a story. Yeah. Right. That's what stories are. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think, and, and I, I think a lot of this is just the tumultuous time that we live in. Um, and so I think what might have been slightly better is maybe instead of having him be the martyr for the city, maybe, because there's a couple of people that actually go around him and take him out of the vehicle. And what I thought was going to happen is they were going to take him out and they were criminals and they were basically going to take him out and be like, we love what you stand for, we'll follow you anywhere kind of thing. And then that's how, you know, he just kind of starts his empire. And that might have been a little bit too far, but that's what I thought would have been. in the situation that it is, yeah, there's a big gathering of people in there for their riot, but it's not like it's the whole city standing around being like, oh, look, it's joker jesus <laughs> um, do a dance yeah so you could you could make the argument that some of those people are more criminal in nature and sure. and are, are there to follow him for sure right um but yeah it is it's you know, the, the catalyst for this social change that gotham needs to undergo i guess yeah um, right. which eventually leads to other, that, other criminals to, to and, batman and really batman <laughs> um yeah. i will say though that that scene uh, again, just talking about how beautifully this film was shot and, and just some great moments, visually speaking. So his makeup is, has been a bit worn off mm-hmm. um, and he's been in a car accident. So he's got blood running down his, his nose oh, and yeah. his mouth. Right. And, and when he gets up to kind of do his little celebratory dance, he's very good. With his, his, his dancing is one of the yes. best parts of his joke, yes. I feel. It is very good. It's it very nuanced and it feels very... So appropriate, right? So appropriate for him. Of just yeah. Because this is a man who suffers from a, a number of ailments, but yeah. narcissism is absolutely one of them. Yeah. Once he feels that people are cheering for him, even if it's for all the wrong reasons... He is a he's a delusional narcissist. Yeah. So he's yeah. and and so his dancing is a way for him to kind yeah. of express that, and he does it yeah. beautifully. And the way his shot is is yeah. gorgeous. But yeah. he reaches up and he he notices the blood, and so he just kind of gets a bunch of it, and then he wipes it into a smile, and it's it's great. It is. It is truly great. It's yeah. the it's the one it's the moment in the film where you're like, he has become the Joker. Yes. That there he is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, absolutely. Yeah, so. Uh, again, I I was I went into this expecting to not like it, and yeah. I feel like they've done a good job here. Yeah. Uh, I think they've done a good job too. Do is it something that I need to see over again? No, probably not. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think once is good enough. But it's worth seeing. Yeah. I for as for as low as my second rating was, um, that's only because you killed the Waynes. Could have could have had yeah. a three point seven five all around, and and I do feel like I think people are going to have different takeaways from this. I, I do if feel you, this is going to be extremely polarizing. If you're like a uh, hardcore, even I think I don't know. Sometimes the most diehard of fans go into something and they just they just shut it down right away. But I feel like even a, a hardcore Batman fan could enjoy this film. I yeah. don't see why you couldn't. Yeah. To be honest, look, you love the Joker. I love the Batman, yeah. and I enjoyed the film. I, I really did. I genuinely yeah. did. I, I thought there's a lot to enjoy about it, and if nothing else, it's beautiful to look at. So, yeah. Yeah. so there you go. Well, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.